uh, you know, and, and there is a good sense of pride. I think a good sense of pride would be pride in what you do, uh, pride in doing a good job, uh, pride in staying uh, healthy and things like that. Taking a little pride in yourself. I don't think that's a wrong thing. Taking some pride in your family. I don't think right. there's anything wrong with that. No, I think there's a, a healthy balance. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn. And along with me is my dear wife, Jerry, who's been over here making fun of me for not knowing pig Latin. That's what we started the show with. Like, she's making fun of me because she didn't know all these years when she would speak it on occasion that I had no idea what she was saying. It wasn't a regular thing. (laughs) It wasn't a regular thing, but it was something that, you know, I obviously couldn't participate in with you because I didn't know what was going on. If I had known this years earlier, oh, the conversations the kids and I could have had in your presence. And nobody would have ever <laughs> known a thing about it. But one thing I was reading, and here it is, the seven deadly sins, seven cardinal virtues. I thought it'd be fun to go over. Not all of them right now. We're just going to take over the first one. But written by Dr. James Stalker, which is kind of an unfortunate name in light of today's culture. Yeah. I don't think I would want to have the name of stalker personally. <laughs> He's a stalker. He sure is. What is my last name? Like, I'm a McMinn. Yo, that guy was a stalker just by his own name. So he wrote this book in 1901, The Seven Deadly Sins, and basically condensed through all the theologians and all the experts in the Bible and morals. As far as what are, if you could distill it down, what are the seven most dangerous things that you could do? And then also the seven greatest things you can do. So he started out, the first book you wrote was The Seven Deadly Sins. Mm-hmm. Probably because unless you clear out the sins, you really can't build the good stuff in there. Right. So starting off with that, and then the next year he came out with The uh, Seven Cardinal Virtues. So it's interesting. So I, you know, I took some notes here that I'm going to read through. And he was talking, first of all, of pride being the original sin. Sin of uh, the devil and mm-hmm. demons thinking they could be like God and and uh, they wanted to be. And then Adam and Eve kind of being prideful. Hey, you'll be like God if you eat this. And so pride really was at the root of the original sin. It's true because it was, like you said, wanting to be like God, thinking of yourself maybe more highly than you ought to. Right. You know. Well, I think too, it's like wanting a place that's not your own. I think pride mm-hmm. was for the devil wanting to be like God, wanting to have the God spot and not being content with the spot that God gave him. And Adam and Eve not being content to be humans, uh, living in a beautiful Garden of Eden, because that had to be hard, right? (laughs) Got to live in perfection, but it wasn't enough because there was one tree out of all the trees that you weren't allowed to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And and still with all that they had, they just had to have one more thing. Mm -hmm. And they thought that they could be like God. So I think that was was wrong. But Milton said this, the famous author, he said, uh, this was the attitude, better to reign in hell than serve in heaven, that that was the attitude of the demons and of the devil. Better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Yeah, it's a rude awakening when they get there, right? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we think we know so much better. We have this idea that, you know, things could be so much better if we were running the show. When really, you know, God or whoever is over us, you know, even in life, 
God has a plan and a system and the way things are set up. And sometimes that doesn't mean that we're running things. You yeah, know? I mean, well, I think you have to acknowledge, you know, that you don't run everything. And it says that when it comes to pride, like the essence of sin is selfishness and pride is the inordinate assertion of self that would actually even go to the point of annihilating all others, that you are just self-centered. Yeah. And that's because I do agree that a lot of sin is self-centered because it's what I want. Even if it could be lust, mm -hmm. it could be greed, right. it could be overeating. I mean, it just, I want it. I just want it. Even though it's something that's out of bounds and something mm -hmm. that's not good for you, I just want it. Now, people who are addicted, whether it's to alcohol or drugs, what is that? There's a man, they want to gratify some impulse or desire mm -hmm. that they have. I think sometimes in our spending habits, it's impulsive buying. I just want more and more, which could be a greed type issue as well. Right. But that comes from self-centeredness. Well, pride is one of those that's rooted in just selfishness because I want to assert myself. Like I want to be better than someone else. I want to be able to be above somebody else. Right. For what point really? Mm -hmm. Right. Make ourselves feel better about ourselves or, you know, putting down others, you right. know, because it makes you feel like you're something better. And I think one thing with pride too, it's very deceiving that sometimes, you know, pride can just creep in mm -hmm. because like you said, we're selfish or, you know, we think the way we think because obviously we think we're right or we wouldn't think that way. Um, but whatever we think has to be right. And then we can tend to look down on others and think we're so much better because, well, if they would just see it my way, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I definitely think that it gets in there when you don't even realize it. Yeah, and times. why are you better? Why is your way better? Right. If I try to learn that, like if you're doing anything around the house and your kids want to kind of do it their own way, as long as they're going to get done, I try not to fight about that as mm -hmm. if, well, no, the only way to hold the paintbrush is this. The only way to hold the broom or rake is this. Well, no, just get it done. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, I can show you a few things, but you got to have your own style, you know, when it mm -hmm. comes to it. So I won't it allow it, Bill. <laughs> Bill's like, can't somebody else help paint? I'm like, no, I got to do it. Yeah. Jerry would not. I thought we should throw my son into the fire. And Jerry's like, I let him so paint picky. some things, but I'm like, so picky about the trim. And I'm like, is that a pride thing? Maybe it is. I don't know. Want my don't, house to look good. <laughs> I don't know. It could be. And we'll get to that because uh, the Latin name for pride is suburbia which aims at being above. And I like what Stalker said, Dr. Stalker, what he said. I just love that name. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can't strive at excellence. Right. He's saying being, being humble doesn't mean you can't be excellent. You know, I think as a church, we should try to do things excellently. I think if yeah. you had a business, I would want to be excellent at the business, excellent at, you know, how you treat people and your kindness and whatnot. Uh, I certainly, if I'm writing something for the Daily Huddle, actually don't want to misspelled the name God, which I did recently, and it was Goss. I put an S instead of a D. I actually try not to do those things, you know what I mean? And that's just, no, you want to do it right. You know, you want to spell right and things like that. I don't think it's a pride issue. I think you just want to do a good job. Uh, you know, and, and there is a good sense of pride. I think a good sense of pride would be pride in what you do, uh, pride in doing a good job, uh, pride in staying uh, healthy, and things like that, taking a little pride in yourself. I don't think that's a wrong thing. Taking some pride in your family. I don't think right. there's anything wrong with that. No, I think there's a, a healthy balance, you know, in um, making sure that you're doing things well and um, accomplishing things in a good way. And I don't think there's anything wrong either with knowing that you're good at something. Just knowing right. that you're good at it doesn't mean that you're prideful. Right. It's just, hey, I'm good at this, so I'm going to do this but also recognizing what you're not good at, you know, right. so that you're not in there 
right. trying to take over everything that and doing a horrible job. Right. Like I was teasing you in the kitchen the other day. This is not my strength. Yeah. This is my strength. Getting hot. And it was such a stupid thing, actually. But no, getting hot peppers is like she goes, well, why are you getting hot peppers? Go get, you know, put ice in glasses. I'm like, that's just not my strength. <laughs> my strength is getting hot peppers. And I was being facetious, of course. And then what do I do but drop ice on the floor? Which my wife steps in hours later and comes and says. <laughs> my sock's all wet. <laughs> all wet. And I said, I told you it's not my strength. <laughs> I told you. I tried to tell you that. But in, in serious terms, though, yeah. yeah, if I'm good, if I'm better at painting trim, then I should paint the trim. If you're better at painting the walls and doing the rolling, you should do the rolling. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging, no, I'm, this is, this is what I'm good at. And right. this is what, mm -hmm. this is my value to the team, whatever team you're playing on at the time. This is, this is my value. This is where I need to be working because yeah. this is my strong suit. So play to your strength. Right. And don't look down on someone else who isn't as good as you are at something because they're probably better than you at something else, right. you know, Absolutely. because God has gifted each one of us in different ways. Right. Well, they were so. saying even, you know, like some people will, oh, it'll be prideful if I educated myself or prideful if I tried to be a boss or whatever. And there's like, no, not necessarily. Sometimes it's very humbling to do that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes being a leader I, you know, I find it can be a very humbling thing because you don't always have the answers. You got to really pray and seek God out right. about that. When um, I got out of seminary, uh, they asked us what we learned in seminary. And I said, well, the greatest thing I learned is how much I don't know. Yeah, so I, I saw it from that perspective, man, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot mm -hmm. I still don't know. And even to this day, you know, sometimes it, it, it'll frustrate me if there's a certain verse in the Bible. I'm like, how do I not know the reference? Like I've gone to that verse feels like 50 million times, you know, mm -hmm. like, and I know a lot of the references, but there's some of them. I'm like, you should know that bill. And I challenge Welcome myself, my world. right. I challenge myself. You should know that. And I don't think that that's, that's a sense of pride, you know, trying you just, you just want to know things. And as you know, things, you realize how much you don't know, yes. which mm -hmm. can keep you humble. So I don't think that we should use like some sense of false humility and say, well, I'm not going to strive to be better because mm -hmm. I don't want to be prideful. No, we should yeah, we should always strive for excellence. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's a difference. I think when you're trying to flaunt it, you know, what you've done and, and you're trying to, like, there, there's one thing of, of a healthy, hey, here's what we do. Here's what church is about. And there's an unhealthy. Mm -hmm. It's it's about me. And I, I just want, I just have to have the notoriety and recognition for every little thing that I do. Yeah. And that's a challenge. I think that's a balance. But here's one thing that is, I thought about that. And I was reading uh, this chapter that he wrote on pride. I thought of the story of Jesus Christ, where he said, if you come to a banquet, let's say a party, you go to somebody's house, don't take the top best seat. And I guess then there, there would be a ranking. So if you didn't know the person as well, you'd sit in the back. And if you knew the person better, you'd sit up top. He said, never seat yourself at the top position. He was always take a seat in the back, assuming you're not that important to the people. And if you are important to the people, let them come and say, no, we really want you here. Or we really, we really want you sitting closer right. to us. Or we really want you at your table. Assume you're, you belong in the back of the room assume you're not the most important person there when you walk into a situation. Mm -hmm. How about that? Yeah, that's a great thought, you know, because sometimes we think of ourselves more highly than we ought to, right. You know, and keeping in perspective and it's always better to take the low road and come in humble. But I, I think one of the things too, that we constantly have to keep in check is why am I doing what I'm doing? All right. 
you know, like I think of that, I've shared this with my small group before and not even a pride thing, but you know, why am I leading a small group? Am I doing it because it's just what I do? Or am I doing it for the Lord? Right. Or are you doing it, you know, like some people may be doing it because they like the attention or they want everyone looking to them as the leader. You know, what is, what drives you is a great question to ask yourself, you know, what is driving me to do this? Am I doing it for the Lord? Am I doing it because I want to look good? You know, well, I think even motivation if you're, is if you're helping somebody, you know, mm-hmm. are you doing it for them? Or are you doing it for you? Right. You know, why are yeah. you doing, you know, you, like I try to do things that, well, it's not out of benefit to me. And then when you do it, not to think you're all that important because you did it, you know, kind yes. of mm-hmm. to forget that you ever did it in the first place, rather than I'm still waiting for that pat in the back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, no, I, you know, I did it cause I did it and I don't, right. I'm not looking for anything. And again, just keep taking that low road. I, it really did. Again, it just, challenge me and I, I would say challenge me from a perspective of help my thinking just just take the <clears throat> take your seat in the back of the bus yes and you know one thing with pride too it's never satisfied right if you are doing things because of your pride and because you know we want that accolade and that attention how much accolade and how much attention is ever going to be enough you know to satisfy that pride in our hearts it never is enough yeah it never is and then um, he talks about, so he went on, you know, he talked about pride as the original sin in this uh, James Stalker. He talked about proper pride and he talked about the lie. He said, in pride, there is always an element of falsehood. It is a claim to merits not possessed, or if we possess them at all, we deceive ourselves and attempt to deceive others about the degree to which we possess them. So what he's saying here is there's always a false element in pride. We are actually trying to get someone to think that you're better than you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's true. You're trying. So to- what about the fake it till you make it? Cause I've heard that plenty of oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be in an essence like that a little bit? I, I mean, guess it is. I, I think it probably depends on like what the situation is. You know, if you're out in business and you're a new salesperson, you obviously want to come across as confident, but right. also admit if you don't know something. Yeah, you I know, don't know if I'd I want the quarterback of a professional football team going in huddle saying, I don't really know what I'm doing right. here, guys. I mean, I think you better act like you know what you're doing. Yeah, you got to have so, some confidence. So, yeah, I but, mean. Okay, one thing where I could think that would be a falsehood. Right. You see people sometimes they get into these I, I don't even know what they call it, multi-level marketing. Some people call them pyramid schemes, but you know what right. I'm talking about. And where they'll go out and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, if you just sign up, I did this and I did that. And they have all these things, but they're really not making any money, you know? <laughs> and they're making everybody else also sign up because, oh, this it's this facade of that you can make all this money and none of them are making money and right. they're recruiting more people who also aren't making money. And then you always see these things and then they fizzle out and they're gone forever. Right. Well, how about this? You okay. Know? If we're, we're going to, like he said, and I, and this is a quote, falseness seems to be the distinctive mark of pride. That's what soccer said about it. Mm-hmm. Falseness seems to be the distinctive mark of pride. If you look at how many times have you heard on Facebook, Hey, not everything is as happy as it seems. Not everything right. is don't believe, you know, just because you see a bunch of happy pictures, don't believe everything's perfect. I just saw somebody, I think it was from the West coast, uh, put a post up. I think it was Instagram saying, Hey, listen, you know, everyone's got problems. Everyone has issues. Don't be fooled by everything that you see. But is there a sense of falseness where we want to portray this per family perfection or something right. out of a sense of pride mm-hmm. that our family has to have it all together? Because if we 
don't, God forbid, right? Right. That there be some problems or maybe an uncle or aunt or somebody else might look down on us as being mm-hmm. less because our kid had some issue that their kid didn't have. Right. And so we want to portray. I mean, I can't, I don't think in these terms, right? but I can recognize that some things can can seem a lot happier than the actual circumstance was. Right. So in pride, there's a sense of falseness. True. And obviously, you're not going to put your problems, hopefully, out on Facebook or your family issues. You know what I mean? It's not the kind of thing you're going to hopefully don't want to air out there. But I do think, like, I was laughing the other day, and I don't think this person is prideful. I don't even really know them. But somebody was showing us a picture because they're trying to figure out who somebody was that they were talking about. And they're like, well, here's their Facebook page. And then they're like, well, they don't really look like that glam shot. Let me go find another photo. And then they found a photo in the, oh, oh yeah, I, I do recognize them. you know. And I am not even remotely criticizing this person at all. But you do see that at times where people put these shots on Facebook. It's like, they don't even look like that. You know right. what I mean? But it's like, is it a, a pride thing? Like, I want to put out that so I look so great. You know, well, I don't I, know. I, I just know for, I mean, I know for a fact that the photos that I see on Instagram, especially of, of the gals, mm-hmm. That may not be what they look like. Right. Because yeah. I don't even know how they do it as a photographer, to be honest. I've never figured out how to make somebody look like yeah. somebody Can they're not. Can you make like, me look better? No. I, like, <laughs> I, I've not actually figured out how to do that. Pretty much the people look the way, you know, they, they like, look. Yeah. Uh, when you're done with the photograph, I thought that was what I was supposed to do. But... <laughs> I see these shots and I'll see like a person, uh, this glam shot they put up. And then you see the picture like, that's the same person. It's like, what? Well, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? They have it down. Could that be pride? I guess it could be. I was thinking, even too, the, like the other day, it was just, I think, funny time things sometimes. <laughs> and I was cleaning the house to get ready for a small group. You know what I mean? Because you obviously, everybody's house gets messy and we have an eBay business. So it's like junk gets here and there. And, you know, it's just putting things away. And I was thinking in my mind, got to keep up my false image that my house is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and maybe that's the proper pride. You know like, yeah. there's a good sense I don't of want it to be messy, right. but it just exactly. cracked me up in, in my own mind. I think self-talk something he talked about too. Um, it's just in your it, thought can be probably can be in your thought and your speech and your action. Um, like if you talk about yourself a lot, the one thing he pointed out, which I thought was really challenging is so how many times do we hear a story? You think that was good. I've got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one even better I mean, up, than yeah. that story. Right. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that because I know full well. Because I mean, we're, we're all, I'm a talker. So, I mean, people, you know, they go, sorry, oh, yeah, yeah, one time, blah, 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 whatever. And to me, it's not really an attention thing. It's just a conversation thing. But it did challenge me. And I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, that's true. You know, sharing similar stories and you're so eager to share your life. But is that a sense of pride then? Because you're important so your story is important rather than maybe our story should go to the back of the table like jesus christ said and when people say come on up and share your story (laughs) share it then until that just shut up i i would you know i don't know i thought that i think competition sometimes is a sense of pride i'm so this is again so challenging for me because every time i think that you know i've got pride like i got a handle on it then i read something like this i'm like well, you know, maybe not. I am naturally competitive. I don't, I don't mind losing, but I really love winning. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can, I can lose. I mean, I'll compete on, on areas people don't even know I'm competing with them. You know, I mean, and I'm competing because it's just, just my nature. Is right. that pride? 
Like, is that pride? Is that being like prideful? What does it matter? And it doesn't matter. And I never put stock in it. Ultimately, right. it's just a curiosity more thing. But, and I never talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's nothing. I never talk about, oh, I got more likes on this. Or I got, like, I don't speak of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't ever say a thing about it. You know, just, but in my own brain, am I prideful at times? Well, you know, I, I do tell stories. Sometimes maybe I do one up. Maybe sometimes I do, you know, competitive. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's definitely challenges here for sure. Yeah. Sometimes too, I think, you know, we may pride ourselves in things that no one else even cares about or finds important, but we find importance in it, you know, in our own thoughts and our minds and, you know, just evaluating yourself against, you know, I don't know, just evaluating your thoughts each no. time, you know, why, why am I doing it? Why am I thinking it? Does right. it really matter? Like in the scope of life? No, I, I would agree. You know? Pick up the book, Seven Deadly Sins. I think it's good. He says, uh, nature, fortune, and grace are three things we can take pride in. You know, your natural talents, you know, wanting notoriety for what you're good at. I think there's a lot of look at me in, in this culture. Like our culture is built in pride in some yeah. ways. Like we, at least there's a lot of avenues for an outlet to pride yeah. In, in our world. In fortune, if you're rich, you might think you don't need uh, God in your life. You might not think you need others. That's an issue. And then even our spiritual gifts, you know, that you can think you're so talented that you don't really need God. That would be a really dangerous thing of pride. If right. you thought you were so of that, that I don't really need God's help here, where I think we should be humble enough all the time to realize, no, I need God. I think one thing too, like a final little thing is that, you know, we are created to give glory to God. And everything that we do should be to glorify God and bring glory and honor to him. So, and what I do, what I am doing, is it bringing glory to God or am I doing it to bring glory to me? No, and I, that's a challenge for me. I think it's a great thing. One, and I'll, I'll, we have to think of God and others. I mean, that's the, that's the path yeah. to humility mm-hmm. is just put others first, put God first and, and listen to him. But one time there's a story told of a pastor and he wore this thing around his neck. He walked around town talking about how he was prideful or something like that and how God was spoke to him, whatever. So he, he write he wears this thing on his back and his front and you know what I'm talking about, right? You can wear the sand, almost like, like a sandwich, sandwich board. board. Yeah. yeah. So he's wearing it front and back and he gets all this done to make himself more humble. And he goes, I bet no other minister would do that. <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's bad i'm more humble than you are exactly <laughs> you know it's bad when you're taking pride in your humility but i think for all of us there's a room to work there's room to grow there's room to be better room for improvement and again seven deadly sins written by dr james stalker back in 1901 still relevant for today i'd encourage you to pick it up and read it you all have a great and an awesome week <laughs>